um, our Easter message is the message of the cross. Can somebody say it loud? Say the message of the cross. All right. First Corinthians chapter one. First Corinthians chapter one, from verse eighteen to twenty-five. First Corinthians chapter one, eighteen to twenty-five. The Bible says, "For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing." But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Verse 19 says, For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God. It pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who are who believe. 22 says, For Jews request a sign and Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified. To the Jews a stumbling block And to the Greeks foolishness I'm going to 25 If that will help you media But to those who are called Both Jews and Greeks Christ the power of God And the wisdom of God Verse 25 Because the foolishness of God Is wiser than men And the weakness of God Is stronger than men this morning all over the world or this Sunday all over the world we celebrate one of the cardinals of the Christian faith the Christian faith has four pillars or four major events the first event is Christmas that Jesus came into the world praise God for that uh, that Jesus became the author of our salvation praise God for that but you see Christmas will not be real Christmas if some of the other events didn't happen the second most important event uh, happened uh, several Fridays ago maybe 2000 plus several Fridays ago which we now call Good Friday initially it used to be called Black Friday why because it was a dark day why because it was a sad day it was a day where somebody who said he was coming to save the world and even his disciples believed on him that person was now killed it was a tragedy this guy had lived only 33 and a half years and you would have thought he that called himself the son of david will look like david the father <laughs> and he will come and reign on the throne of his father david and deliver his people from all their issues uh, and deliver them from all the oppression that they have been suffering and now this son of david was being killed not just killed was killed in a very shameful way was killed on the cross at that time this emblem of the cross that many of us wear on our chest nothing wrong with that wear everywhere some people have it on their ring some people have it on their clothing some people even tattoo it on themselves praise god for you but you see whatever you do with the cross don't just wear it let the cross enter into you let the message that the cross tells let it be part of you because it is not in the ornament of the cross that the cross becomes powerful it is in your relationship with the cross inside of you 
so the second event is good friday now you would have thought that was the good event which is a good event but if good friday happened like one of our pastors said to us this morning if good friday happened we'll be talking about late jesus but thanks be to god uh, there can be late buddha there can be late muhammad uh, there can be late any other guy or any other prophet but there's no late jesus because uh, there was another event that took place resurrection morning easter sunday oh my god that event single-handedly changed history that event single-handedly brought another dimension to history in fact it was because of that event that time was split into two we now have before christ and after death because that event is an is a divider is an it comes to define history because actually is history not his story and resurrection was that place where that story hit his climax because the son of god became the son of man so that the sons of men can be the sons of god are you not excited about resurrection morning this morning so we have christmas happen we have good friday happen we have resurrection morning happen but that was not all because the bible says in acts chapter 1 verse 8 jesus himself speaking he says tarry in jerusalem because you will be endued with power so that means that what jesus did was that he didn't let resurrection just happen alone he now brought resurrection closer he now made it that yes is the resurrection and the life like one of our ministers mentioned this morning but he also put resurrection inside us so that resurrection has taken a res residence now it is now living on the inside of me i can carry the power of god and go to my office i can show up at my class and not live in my own power but live with the power of the holy spirit and the holy spirit jesus himself said it's as if i'm still with you because if he comes he will do what i used to do with you even more because he will be in you all i was only localized somewhere in nazareth somewhere in galilee and wherever i'm going people have to figure me out and try to touch the hem of my garment but the day is coming where he that will come will come and when he come he shall baptize you with the holy ghost and that, that's what the bible calls it uh, and power and he said uh, your young men shall see vision your daughter shall prophesy your old men shall dream dream there will be a new dimension of god there will be many so-called little jesus's in their neighborhood what will happen is this uh, jesus will now no longer live on the cross no longer be in the church but jesus will move into the neighborhood so that event called pentecost pentecost was one of the feasts of the jews signal another era the release of the holy spirit and the holy spirit is here he's here today for anybody that will receive him and will walk with him so those four events marked resurrection uh, marked the christian faith but you see sometimes some people have questioned at least one of those events they have questioned the historic nature the good friday to saturday to sunday of it they have questioned it they have thought that people that believe this thing how can you believe such a flimsy stuff how can you believe that somebody died and he rose again did they not just steal his body he, even religion like islam said god deceived them and that they thought that they killed him but somehow they, it was his body double come on are you serious in the, in the time of jesus body double no 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 they say it was a deception god deceived them god doesn't need to deceive them what happened was that they really killed him because his death was our own victory somebody had to die what jesus was doing was what they normally do to the lamb the lamb that they slaughtered what 
God did with Abraham that he didn't kill his son but told him to kill that lamb that was caught in the ticket Jesus became the lamb that was caught in the ticket and God cannot deceive them because if he did not die especially die through because of sin he will not become the author of our salvation so he actually died how do I know that he died there are many evidences that shows that he died there are many reasons to believe that he died if there is no other reason to believe that he died it was because the men that followed him all of them were very scared before they they killed him they were even scared why they were killing him but because he rose up again a timid peter will now later stand up several days later and say this same Jesus that you crucified uh, and he now started speaking to the same people that he was running away from to the point that almost all these people that saw him after he resurrected they didn't just uh, uh, talk about his resurrection they died saying that he was alive they died to say that this Jesus is alive not one of them except John the revelator that died in the isle probably died in the isle of Patmos all of them were killed in in fact, history tells us that Peter was not just even killed. He said, how can I die like my Savior? Turn me upside down. So the cross of Peter was, so to say, upside down. Because he said, I'm not worthy to die like my Savior. So these guys died for what they believed for. If it was a hoax, if it was fake news, how would they die for fake news? They didn't die because they wanted to die. They died because they were convinced they were eyewitness of his resurrection. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is alive. Life. why do we know that he's alive an empty tomb is there to show for it there are many graves all over the world uh, of many many great people that have lived many many great people Man, uh, mankind have seen all kinds of great people some great for or known for some bad things uh, but there is one grave that is empty till today because on that resurrection morning the bible said mary came back and the bible said she was looking for jesus there i love what they told Mary, he said, why seek ye the dead? Among the, why seek ye the living among the dead? Why? Because he's alive. So this morning, our faith is not based on nothing. Our faith is based on the risen Jesus. Because you see, if our faith is not based on uh, 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 that Jesus rose up again, then our faith is useless. It was the resurrection. It was the fact that he died. It was the fact that he was buried. It was the fact that he rose up that makes him the author of our salvation. If Jesus says in John chapter 14 and verse 6 uh, that I am the way, that I am the truth, uh, that I am the life, what will make that statement true? Because every other person to have come to say that. Some people have said that after him. That they are also the way. Or they are a way. And some of you, you might have heard on social media. You might have heard in the news that there is a truth. I want to live my truth. Why will those people's my truth not be greater than the truth? It must be that the truth must have been able to establish beyond a reasonable doubt. That is the truth. It's not a truth is not a way is the truth is the life is the way and what makes that assertion what he says happen or, or so is because he rose up again you see when you look at the lives of jesus and compare it with many many great people that rose or that came like him if you look at a man like socrates who was a philosopher in his day socrates taught for 40 years some people still quote him now if you look at a man like plato 
but for 50 years some people still quote quote, quote him uh, if you look at a man like aristotle for 40 years some people still quote him but jesus lived or did ministry so to say for three years he lived for 33 and a half years but he lived he, he really did that public ministry for three years but three years of that same ministry many people have died because of him many things that you call invention today happen because of those three years the reason why you have books in your hand this morning the reason why technology came out this morning is because of jesus is because of this resurrection do you know why they started printing uh, press they started printing press so that they can print the words of this book uh, because they wanted to get it into people's hands that's how printing press came into me in fact i believe even formal education as you know it today it came into being because of this same jesus do you know go and do your research many universities even still here in the united states were started by organization called church and the church came out of the same jesus it was because of him that education started uh, talk about yale talk about harvard iit even here in chicago they were started some of them by pastor iit was started by a pastor a pastor preached several years ago and said if i have one million dollars guess what i'm going to do i'm going to change many lives in chicago so the reason why even a school like iit even though sometimes they'll tell you don't talk about jesus is because of jesus so how do i know that this thing is not a hoax look at the impact two thousand years later even if you still go to google today one of the most and i know not even one of the most the most searched resource is still the bible always every year every year it is number one seller people even in the days of digital media this is still the number one seller it is what people are looking for it is what people are trying to check out and there's been all kinds of people that have debated all kinds of things about the bible but the bible is still standing they have bought many bibles before they have thrown away many bibles before but you cannot throw away the truth you cannot throw away the life you cannot throw away the way because there is someone who is enforcing it is the living savior everyone that started every other religion they died they were buried they could not enforce it but we have a risen savior who is enforcing it and ladies and gentlemen jesus is alive it's not that he resurrected and died back again no he's still alive ah many 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 people have even seen him after the experience of, of acts chapter one many people in our contemporary days they have seen jesus they've spoken to jesus many of us when we pray in, in the place of prayer we we get a witness in our spirit and it's the spirit of jesus making that to happen so this morning i have come to tell you the message of the cross is a powerful message the message that jesus went to the cross the message that he died there is a very powerful message i need you to understand that there may not have been that jesus was in the heart industry jesus might not have even written any play jesus might not have done many of the things that many of so-called great people did but can i tell you most of every uh, industry in this world uh, has survived and has succeeded as they were related to jesus oh yes 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 many of the artists that some of us know they their painting became famous not because they painted any other thing it was because they painted something about jesus some some, some of the most famous paintings of all time are painting of maybe the upper room when he was with his disciple painting of him on the cross all kinds of things that relate to him just seemingly have a sense of eternity attached to them why because jesus is alive now let me tell you this my friends easter is to our faith what water is to the ocean easter is to our faith uh what stone is to the mountain 
and what blood is to your body if there was no resurrection money if there was no easter we will not have blood we will not have any life in this paul says it this way he says if you have only faith in this world you have all men most miserable it is you can fold the bible and throw it away you can forget about all these things and throw it away and let me tell you the truth this gospel this christian faith it's not because you were born into a christian family it's not because you come from nations that believe in christianity no 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 no. it's far beyond that because many of you, you you didn't grow up in palestine you didn't grow up in where jesus was born but how did you get the message because of the people that jesus touched one way or the other the message got to you they have tried to hinder this message for a long time but the more they stop it the more it goes out the more they stop it the more it goes out in fact some of the people that have tried to stop the message they now became the advocate of the message i remember a man called saul of tarsus if you read acts chapter 9 you will see his encounter there this man was persecuting the church this man was saying there is no jesus don't mind these people they are crazy people and the bible says jesus shows up to saul of tarsus the same one who was persecuted the same one who says this is fake news now began to talk about the same thing now began to proclaim and paul i mean there are many extra outside the bible writings that talk about the man paul paul became a major advocate for the same thing that he was fighting again he had killed somebody in the name of protecting god because they were lying against god and saying jesus is god but after that conversion this same paul many many times was beaten many many times was in jail many many times was was smitten and this guy still stood for jesus why will he stand for jesus because he's alive because he's alive i like that songwriter that says i serve a risen savior is in the world today why do i know if you ask me why i know he lives he lives because he lives in my heart why do i know that jesus is alive this morning it is not because the calendar says his easter some people argue did he die then did he not die then forget when he died <laughs> the thing is that he died forget when he rose up the thing is that he rose up he rose up according to the scriptures like he said he will he's alive and alive forevermore tell somebody say he's alive and alive forevermore it was billy graham several years ago that gave the testimony of his encounter with one of the german chancellor akin to something like president that we have here in the united states so when he walked in there he thought he was going to see a very daunting figure in the chancellor and he was really expecting a debate of his life he said and the chancellor asked him a question he said what is the most important thing in the world the question that i can even ask you this morning what is the most important thing in the world and before even billy graham could answer this chancellor started to answer his own question by himself he said if jesus is alive then there is hope for the world or if he was to answer the question the way he asked the question maybe the most important thing in the world is that jesus his death his burial and his resurrection because if he's alive then there is hope for the world why did he say that he went on to speak like this he says if jesus is in the grave then i don't see the slightest glimmer of hope on the horizon 
and then he went on to say that this that is very amazed uh, that there are many facts in history that attest to the fact that jesus is alive do you know that many young people sometimes they feel like well if you put jesus to the test if some people come and ask you about jesus and say really this thing you really believe in all of this they feel like we don't have enough reason to be able to claim that jesus is alive there are abundance evidence abundant evidence there are many 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 evidence some of them i've already mentioned this morning about the apostle but many of them is you the, the evidence that jesus is alive is change lives sometimes when i want to think you know uh, is this is there god there is there a god there i just look back a few years ago few days ago into my own personal life and then i look at my own history and i see it that there are dots there are, that there are marks that there are milestones that shows that only a god only god of the universe can make this happen some of us our story is exactly like saw of Tharsos. we were going in the wrong direction in a very fast way but there was an interception and after that interception is like night and day sometimes when even me i see some of my friends back then i ask myself how did i not turn out th this way the only answer is jesus is alive the only answer is jesus came into my life because it was jesus that changed me it was jesus that drew me away from my natural uh, inclinations and the way i was going i was going to mess up my life i will have probably been a drug addict or something of that nature but i met jesus like many people that met him and he changed their life i know people in this room because i know some of your stories that it was your encounter with jesus truly that defined everything it was the message of the cross that changed everything so ladies and gentlemen this morning the message of the cross that jesus rose up that jesus is alive that is the biggest news that is the greatest news some people are looking to see the breaking news let me tell you the breaking news of all time let me tell you the news that will never go out of fashion let me tell you the news that is greater than every other news is that jesus is alive let's look at first corinthians chapter 15 reading from verse 3 i like the way paul puts it in that scripture and i think it will begin to make our heart to appreciate this event that we celebrate this morning and to be able to align ourselves to this very event because it's not celebration of the event is not good enough uh, understanding that event happened is not good enough because there are many people that, are, that, that that can write history but really the people that are best people in history are not history writers they are history makers and ladies and gentlemen is the right relationship with this event that really really happened that makes you a history maker you can be a history reader you can be a history writer but the best one is to be a history maker and this morning i'm inviting you as you are hearing the message of this cross to ask yourself am i making history by being part of history by aligning myself to what happened at that cross or am i just reading history I'm hearing newscasts from a man that is talking about the fact that Jesus is alive and all of that. And I say, well, I believe, I believe, I, I think so, I think so. That's not enough. I'm going to give you some action points shortly. But see what the Bible says. This is Paul speaking. And Paul should know better because Paul had studied what you call Judaism. He was a scholar. He had learned a lot about Judaism. So he know, knew everything about what we now call the Old Testament. But when he met Jesus, he changed everything. Then he begins to write here to the Corinthians. He says, For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received. So what I am giving to you, 
they didn't tell me i received it <laughs> the person that really made it happen gave it to me his first stand is direct he says that that which i i deliver uh, i deliver to you i first of all received it that christ died for our sins so why did easter happen why was resurrection necessary resurrection was necessary because there was the need for somebody to die we owe the debt we could not pay man was indebted to the neck if all of humanity died it was still not enough to pay it but he didn't owe any debt so we owe the debt we couldn't pay now he paid the debt he did not owe so that we'll go free say so that christ died for our sins according to the scriptures verse 4 please and he was buried if he died alone it's not good enough because except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and die it abides alone john chapter 12 verse 24 so if jesus just died and was not buried that he died because you see it was that death that really signified baptism you see that's why we believe in baptism in that there will be an immersion because you see there is no baptism if there is no death really the symbol of baptism is to signify death so you have to die something has to die and jesus was the one that died in fact when they were going to crucify jesus they told the people they said well 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 well, well, well. Uh, there's this contention of who should die who should not die there is somebody that needed to die because that was what usually happened somebody needed to die for the people but the person the person that was saying that statement did not even know it was prophesying because jesus was actually dying for the people and they said well are you going to have barabbas or jesus they said well no release the thief give us jesus and that's what the world is still doing today give us every other thing but don't give us jesus throw jesus out of the school throw bible out of the school throw bible out of the house throw the word of god out and say that it's not really like that and redefine it and let me tell you the truth there is no 2023 word of god forever oh lord thy word is settled is it that the word of god from the old to the new testament or is not the word of god at all so paul began to say in verse 24 he said Moshe, oh well this is not it first corinthians 15 3 3 to 4 uh, verse uh, 3 to 5 verse 4 says and that he was buried verse 4 and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day he rose again the third day according to scriptures now verse 5 says and that he was seen by Cephas, then the twelve if you read on even paul added himself to that number and you see because this singular event really defined all of our existence as children of god and then i like what revelations chapter 1 verse 18 says this is not not even paul or any of these writers uh saying what happened this is jesus himself speaking here revelations chapter 1 verse 18 he says i am he who lives i was dead and behold i'm alive forevermore amen i have the keys of hades and of death <laughs> what he was saying is this i have gone to the end 
of time i have got to the end of the matter i have collected the answer at the end and i've backtracked so that when you are working with me you are not working and figuring out the answer you are walking to the answer because i already have the keys i have the keys he, he later goes to say he says i will open the door no man can shut it i will shut the door no man can open it hear me child of god if you come receive the message of the cross this morning what happens to you is that you key yourself to the one that owns tomorrow uh, ladies and gentlemen the best way to prepare for tomorrow is to roll with those who tomorrow is for if you are rolling with the one who owns the future if you are rolling with the one who owns tomorrow you have nothing to fear because uh, he, he is the one that owns tomorrow tomorrow will work in your favor tomorrow will be good for you i don't know what will happen to the dollar we have been hearing all kinds of things oh well uh, the chinese uh, uh, currency is going to take over dollars and they will be using it as international transaction i don't know how that will, will, will turn out will america uh, go down or go up i don't know but i know who owns the future and because he lives i have no fear of tomorrow you know one of those songs that we sang this morning well we didn't sing it uh, in the main service we sang it at the workers meeting that because he lives i can face tomorrow there's a stanza of that song that says how sweet to hold a newborn baby and feel the pride and joy it brings you say but the greatest thing is not just to hold that baby is to know that that baby can face on certain days because he lives let me tell you the best way to prepare for tomorrow is to put that tomorrow into the hands of god the best way to give a child a legacy is to give that child the legacy of god there is nothing you give a human being there is nothing you you bequeath to people that cannot finish there is nothing you give to people that has a future except the one that holds the future if you don't give them the one that holds the future some people say education is the best legacy i beg to differ if it's education in god yes i don't say education is not good i went to school too i believe in that but thanks be to god that i was not just given a, a, a secular education alone thanks be to god that somehow i got uh, the inheritance of being linked into this god that holds the future so it doesn't matter what happens in the present it doesn't matter if the things that i started with uh, are changes and the dynamics changes because i have jesus who himself made this manifesto of himself saying i am he that was dead and i'm alive i have the keys of death do you know the greatest problem on earth today the thing that scares people the most is death yeah and jesus has ended it <laughs> jesus has finished the, the he, he, he killed death Aye. he killed death because one of the things that happened with resurrection was that death died death really died so once you come into the side of jesus death has died as long as you are concerned you no longer die again what happens oh, oh pastor e, i i know some people that used to live in 2022 2021 they are not here again but they are christian they didn't die what they did was they changed address they moved location they relocated it was a transition it says to be absent from the body is to be present with the lord you are not absent uh, per se you are just absent from a realm and you have gone into a better realm so that's why the bible says we don't sorrow no no why we know the one that owns the future now let me say this there are some things that we can learn from the cross that can help us to move on in our difficult life 
because really there's still tribulation here even after what jesus did on the cross jesus himself told us that so that we are not caught on our ways because sometimes some people think well if you hold the key of life and death what does that mean it means that there will be no problem to my life no that's not what it means it just means that prevail is guaranteed it just means that victory is guaranteed because jesus himself said it in john chapter 16 and 33 he says uh, 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 in this world you will have tribulation in this world there will be trouble they, because this world has so many other people inside <laughs> and they will, if you didn't look for trouble they will look for trouble and they will affect all of us okay so because of that there will be trouble but don't be worried because i have overcome the world so because i've overcome the world you also overcome so what are some of the perspectives that we can find from the cross one of the things i want you to let rest in your heart this morning is this jesus said something in john chapter 19 and 30 he, while he was on that cross he said it is finished what does that mean it means that it is finished it means that the trouble has been finished it means that you are not living to get into the victory you are already in the victory you are just trying to manifest it uh, it changes the dynamics it changes the dynamics my friend because the tenses have been changed we don't now trying to get to it no 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 it is now finished that is why you will notice that many things after the because of the reality of the cross have now moved into the past tense for example when the bible is talking about your healing even as far back as Isaiah 53 when Isaiah was prophesying he said who himself took your infirmity upon uh, upon the cross or upon the tree he said by whose stripes not you are healed but you were healed so what does that mean when he said it is finished it means it is finished so when I'm in trouble when I'm going through things I need to have the mentality that he has finished it so if he has finished it it cannot finish me <laughs> if he has finished it it cannot finish me if i'm going through a trouble now i will see the end of this trouble because if he has finished it it cannot finish me if he has ended it it cannot see my end if he's the beginning and uh, the author and the finisher the one that said he has finished it that means i always win i always am victorious thanks be to god who always not sometimes not most times not often not once in a while not this one choose that one no 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 i always win so you have to have the finished work mentality the striving is over the fight is done the the, the, the victory is mine oh pastor does that not mean i'll just sit my leg and cross it no that's not, that's not what it means it just means your your attitude is that i am a winner i'm not trying to prove anything i've already won you know I, I, it's like i come to the bank knowing that there's money in the bank but i I still need to make withdrawals so, so making withdrawal is not a big deal i'm making withdrawal based on the fact that i'm confident that there's a deposit so what the cross tells us is he has deposited it there all i need to just do is make withdrawals it's already there if, if i don't have the money today in my pocket but it lives there my god shall supply all all my needs according to his riches and glory it is there it may not be in my hand but it is there amen to jesus look at your neighbor say it is there say it is there so when we look at the cross we'll see that it is finished and one of the things that the cross also shows us is this that god can bring wisdom out of foolish things god can make what looks foolish it can turn out to be wise or you see wisdom out of it that means that it may not look like it 
but it will become it <laughs> how would you have looked at friday black friday and then look at resurrection money even peter even james even john all these guys that were with him then and saw him with all the miracles that he did they they, they believed in him jesus even said you are the christ the son of the living god but they didn't know <laughs> they did they couldn't fathom how this bad friday cannot lead to sunday morning in fact in their mind they are thinking maybe if he would have come out if they didn't waste him like this because did you know that jesus did not just die they drained him it was almost as if they took all the blood from him because that blood had to cleanse the sins of earth so they drained that sinless blood they took everything out of him they put some nails here some nails there some nails on his legs they, they put a, a crown of thorns on him they, they put spear on his side they just tried to get blood from everywhere they could get the blood so I, I, I believe people like Peter will be thinking well I know he raised Lazarus but Lazarus was not bruised like this I mean he still had his blood there <laughs> this one that you have drained the blood how will you do blood transfusion uh, even, even all this blood transfusion there will, there will be something there right so that those organs will be working until you are doing the transmission and all that. so you are thinking to yourself that this guy is dead and dead he's even deader than dead all right so you are thinking he won't he won't rise up again but you see the resurrection tells us that no matter how bad it is no matter how hopeless it is no matter how dark that friday may be sunday is coming Oh yes, Sunday is coming. Somebody needs to hear that this morning. You don't know how point A can lead to point B, but I've come to tell you, the God that did it for Jesus is still your God. In fact, he didn't do it for Jesus for Jesus. He did it for Jesus for you. Because when Jesus was hanging on that cross, he wasn't really hanging on that cross because of himself. He didn't need to be there. He, he was sinless. He had not done anything. He was not, he was not the one that, but he sat and did all of that because of you. So that his resurrection is your resurrection. So when we are looking at resurrection and saying the tomb is empty, well, it is empty that Jesus is not there. But what it also means is that you are no longer where you are supposed to be. You are no longer where life wants you to be. You are no longer where the devil wants you to be. Now the resurrection power is on you. And that resurrection power has changed the game for you. So resurrection tells you, friends, that God can make something foolish become something wise and bring out wisdom out of that let me say something also about resurrection in revelation chapter 12 and verse 11 the bible says they overcame him if you want to translate it in what we are talking about this month they prevailed by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony so what the resurrection tells us is this or what the message of the cross also brings to us is this that it is possible to get ultimate victory that it is possible and victory has been secured for you the bible says the blood of jesus is a better blood it speaketh better than the blood of abel in hebrews chapter 12 we were introduced to the blood of abel the bible says that blood is speaking vengeance but he said there is a blood that speaketh better things and he's speaking better things than the blood of abel so i don't know what is speaking over you i don't know how many generations they've been speaking somebody somewhere did something somewhere but ladies and gentlemen the blood of jesus is able to overshadow any other noise any other voice that is speaking in your life so this morning before we be on our way home let me tell you this that the blood of jesus tells you to begin to do 
the blood of jesus is also speaking to uh, or the cross of jesus is speaking to us this morning the cross of jesus is telling us some things that we need to do what i see in the blood of uh, in the cross of jesus that he's telling us to do number one is that he's telling us just like jesus looked at that cross and the bible said he went through it because let me tell you the truth jesus had options he could have jetted out in fact there was a time he wanted to he wanted out he wanted to say excuse me god the father <laughs> revise plan recalculate let's take another route i don't want to take toll <laughs> because he was going to be a very high toll so he wanted to avoid toll and then god said no and i think one of the things that that message tells us this morning or the action point that we can take from there is this many times we need to confront the problem we need to face it so the action point from the cross the message of the cross is this face it face that problem look at it in the eye don't shy away from it just like david in first samuel 17 just like david faced his goliath the son of david will also have a goliath <laughs> and the son of david will not run from the goliath and that goliath was speaking like the goliath that was speaking in the times of david this goliath was very boisterous death was heavy on jesus the bible said when jesus was praying in the garden of gethsemane he was praying and his sweat was like blood <laughs> the death was looking at him in the face like this and he was telling the father <laughs> can we change the plan can we change the plan ladies and gentlemen i need to tell you many of the things that you also have to face or you have to go through if you don't face it you may not conquer it if you don't confront it you may not bring it down so you have to be like your master there are things that you have to face with jesus there are things that you have to confront with jesus the mountain may be big but god is bigger than the mountain you have to bring the mountain to the size of your god not god to the size of the mountain don't look at the mountain and make it bigger than god look at god and see that god is able to bring down this mountain say to that mountain like david said to the to goliath he said you come to me you uncircumcised philistine you come to me with bow and spirit he said but i come to you in the name of the lord so when it comes to facing it ladies and gentlemen if you come against that thing in the name of jesus if you come against it in the name of the lord you can bring it down the bible speaking in zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 it says mountain can come down and they will come down what you'll be hearing is grace 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 if there is grace available mountains will come down this morning i speak grace into your life every mountain everything that is a goliath everything that is like death speaking in your life let it hear the word of the lord and let it come down in the name of jesus action items from the course confront the problem face the problem face the issue with god what do you also need to do my friends surrender to the will of god locate the will of god and submit to the will of god why and how did jesus go to the cross after all that pain after everything he said something that was pivotal was like the thing that powered him in luke chapter 22 and verse 42 luke chapter 22 and verse 42 the bible says jesus said this not my will but your will be done in other words i surrender to your will i surrender to your will if we surrender to his will if we'll give in to his will let me tell you the truth the prayer of jesus will happen to us because jesus jesus when he was teaching the disciple in matthew chapter 6 about that model prayer he said you are going to tell god thy kingdom come and your will be done on earth 
as it is in heaven let me tell you the truth god wants to do his will even in your life so find this will from his word find the will from what is said to you and align to that will and surrender to that will it may not be popular it may not look like what is trending on social media but if it is the will of god if you come to do thy will remember that's what jesus said he said lo i have come to do thy will according to the volume of the book that is written of me if we do his will his power follows his will when we submit to his will we have also submitted to his power if we don't submit to his will we will not see his power his power is not like magic his power will only enforce his will and so what jesus did that made resurrection happen was his surrender if he didn't surrender if he chose another type of death like suicide hmm? just take the communion element because it seems that communion element there was some level of maybe alcohol maybe i don't know maybe he just overdose on that <laughs> and then he dies in garden of Gethsemane by overdose of communion he will not have redeemed us he needed to die on the cross because cursed is every man that hangs on the cross that's what Galatians 2 or Galatians 3 tells us he says so that the blessing of Abraham can come upon the Gentiles by faith so he had to die like that so he did not abort it he surrendered to the will of God. Let me tell you, the will of God is better than your will. The will of God is better than your will. If you find His will, stay there. If you find His will, walk with that will. If you find His will, stay with the will. If it is the will of God for you to be now at that job, stay there. If it is the will of God to be part with those people, stay there. There are too many people, they walk out of the will of God. The power of God is waiting at the corner of the will of God. If you locate yourself in the will of God, you have located yourself in the power of God. I'm about to round up right now. The Bible says, or uh, shows us through the message of the cross, that Jesus faced the problem. He looked at it in the eye and did it blink. He just went through it by the help of God the Father. And then he surrendered his will to God. And then finally, he conquered the problem. He conquered the problem. Because when you confront it, you will conquer it victory is available my friend what he has done for you is that he has obtained victory for you so we must walk consciously in the victory that christ has given us we must walk in that victory we must allow the cross to prevail in our life paul was writing to the galatians in galatians chapter 2 verse 20 he says i have been crucified with christ nevertheless i live the life i now live i live by faith in the son of god how do i conquer every day i need to live the crucified life every day it is not only that jesus died do you know that that death on the cross changed jesus forevermore jesus is not the jesus that jesus was before the death on the cross it's not even the jesus that he was when he was with the father now forever the jesus is now man god he's not only god like he was pre-incarnate season is now man god that means jesus has a physical body because when he showed up to thomas now after death he said a spirit does not have flesh and bones so jesus is not even like in the class of god the father and the holy spirit again in that sense he has descended so to say to the level of man and is still retaining some part of that even even where he is seated right now so what does that mean that means that con conquering will have 
something to do with living the crucified life if i will live in victory if i will conquer i will reckon myself dead i will live as a crucified person i will understand that when it comes to death i have to die daily i don't have to let the dictates of the flesh dictate to me when i give my life to christ i don't have the life that i used to have before people think that when you come to jesus uh, because he says come as you are it means stay, stay as you are no jesus will say come as you are but don't remain the way you came because there is nobody go read through the bible everybody that came to him he changed the people that came as fishers of fishers of fish he changed them to fishers of men the people that came as prostitute he changed them to evangelists the people that came as thieves he changed them to men and women of integrity there is nobody that met jesus and he left the same way because he too did not remain the same way because of the way of the cross so this morning conquering simply means uh, you partner with him after you have surrendered to him after you are looking at the problem and confronting the problem and that problem can be myriad of things uh, there are people having all kinds of issues some of it may even be bad habits uh, but you see to conquer that problem you need to identify with that cross and then allow that cross to be your daily experience you are not dying daily you are not like paul that says the life that I now live, I live by the faith in the Son of God. I want everybody to rise up this morning because we are still talking about the message of the cross. We are talking about the message of the cross. There is potency in this message. There is power in what happened at that cross. And you see, Jesus is not even just standing at the cross. He's now buried, is now risen, and is now alive. But one of the things that I see that was very important that on that cross was that Jesus was not the only, only person that was killed the day he was killed on the cross. There were other two people that were killed. Jesus was in the middle cross. There was one to the left. There was one to the right. But the interesting thing about one of the crosses was that somebody from one of the crosses crossed over into another dimension that was different from what you will have experienced. And all he had to say is look at Jesus and ask for mercy. All he just had to say was Jesus, I want to be with you in paradise. And that's what all, all he took. If you can give me Luke chapter 23. Luke chapter 23, verse 42 to 43. Luke 23, 42 to 43. And I want us to do what this man did. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come in your kingdom just that statement this guy was semi dead he was losing life by the minute and verse 43 one of the best statements that you can ever read in the bible and this is how simple it can be this morning this is how simple that this message of the cross can become a reality in somebody's life this morning he says and jesus said to him assuredly i say to you today not tomorrow today you will be with me in paradise do you know that paradise is not until the day we go there whatever when you tell jesus what this man told jesus jesus can tell you today you can begin to enjoy the paradise level i want everybody to close their eyes this morning i know some of us were born again several years ago some of us have been living the crucified life several years ago since several years but somebody may be in this service this morning you do not know jesus 
or you know jesus as a historical fact you have not done what this thief did you have not done what this man did to ask jesus because you see with jesus he will make everything available but to obtain it you have to request i want people that will make a request to jesus this morning and say jesus i want to enjoy paradise